You are now listening to The Essentials on homegrownradio.net via Play Nice in Long Beach. Uh, This is Groovy Liz, Mr. Skywalker Mike, that's not Kelly. And your girl, Kelly Alley. It's been a while since us three have been together. You Um, say that every time. It's true. It has been a while, right? Yeah, it has been a while. Well, last time I said that, because it was a while, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, like a In general, with our guests too, it has been a oh, while. Yeah, yes. Was that like last fall? No, no. almost two years. Twenty September twenty seventeen. Really? What? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was last year. Me too. Nah, uh, time be, time be flying really oh fast. Yeah. <laughs> this face. Where did the time go, yo? It's been moving. Though. Do you wanna? Uh, I was gonna introduce you, but now you have to reintroduce yourself because you just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is uh, Joseph, uh, hailing from Arlington, Texas, which is right next to Dallas, Texas. Mm. Um, yeah, representing Home Team Records. Home, home team. team. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. no more uh, vibrant. No, nah, it's just like He's the AKA. Vibrant. You know, kind of like Q-tip is the abstract. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were talking when we weren't recording, and I did mention I said, "Wait, I thought you were from Dallas." No, I thought you were from Missouri. Right. But you moved back home. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that why the home team? Yeah. So uh, I've been in Missouri for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball took me out there. Uh, and I kind of stayed because the music started, you know, we started to build out there. And right. I didn't just want to abandon that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, after seven years accomplishing a bunch of stuff, the most that we could do out there, because it's like a sea market, so it's super small. Like, the mm-hmm. city was like 150000 mm-hmm. so it was only so much we could do. And I was like, all right, I got to make a change. At first, uh, I had a couple different options, but I was just going to stop at home for a while. Okay. And then I, I got home, and uh, I got around my sister and my brother, and uh, it just felt right. And they were like, man, we should kind of do something together. Right. I was like, yeah, let's do it. We all just kind of independent thinkers in that way, mm-hmm. you know. And so we decided to, you know, start a label. And the name that just kept popping up was, like, Home Team. Home Team. Home Team. team you know, and so, yeah, we just kind of branded it. Nice. That's <laughs> tough. And I know because I was just kind of following the journey through social media. Mm. And I was just like, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. So yeah. when you change, you know, your name for those that were following you. Um, since you were Jonathan, it was just kind of like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, I was I was super nervous about it because you know rebranding yeah. is like the worst oh thing. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's, but it was it was a really good time right. to do it uh, with me moving back home, and it just felt right. And then the name felt right. I had mm. been through a bunch of stuff since the last time I saw you guys, mm. like a bunch of just life changing things, and mm. so I didn't feel the same. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to drop off the Jonathan, make it a little bit easier, because there's a million Jonathan Josephs. Like, oh, my really? God. Well, if you Google, it's like a football any. player, a soccer player, a oh, basketball man. player. Like, You could be all of and those. And then me. Yeah, I was <laughs> two out of the four. But, like, <laughs> you know, and so I was, all right, let me just switch it up. And then right. the, the, the name, Joseph, mm-hmm. shortened, was, was actually given to me. Um, by somebody they were like man you ever thought about like changing it like and doing it this way mm-hmm. and then when i was driving the acronym hit me joy sacrifice pain hustle mm. and i was like that's perfect so yeah wow 
I've never had an acronym hit me like that, like right on the spot. So it was meant to be. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's dope. So you know what? Other than, you know, the big name change, you know, do you feel like um, since the last time that, you know, we all spoke, do you feel like your your sound has progressed more or changed? Yeah, uh, definitely. That's, that's our whole goal every time out, though. Right. We always, you know, me and my, like, collaborator right hand man mm-hmm. cj harrison like mm-hmm. we always try to make you know something different than the right. last song we made that's yeah. just you know how we how we do he's from uh he's from virginia like mm-hmm. right in that area for real and timberland all mm-hmm. them from so he kind of has that in his dna to, to just be you know left field with mm-hmm. his production so you know our next our next album is like is really different it doesn't sound like anything that we've ever done before so mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So is that um, these like the home episodes that no. you're doing? No. So that's something that different? different. Yeah. So I finished uh, my album. Okay. Back, well, I ain't gonna say finished, but I kind of like, you know, established the, like the basis of okay. what the album would be. Right. Before I moved back. Okay. And so when I moved back, I was like, okay, I don't just want to roll out the singles, kind of being in a new place. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I wanted to heat up the album. Uh. And so. I just kind of incubated for a little bit, and then I came up with the, you know, the home idea oh, to serious. announce that I was home, and you know, that happened to be the name we were gonna, you know, go with for the regular label, mm-hmm. you know, Home Team Records. And I just started cooking up by myself, and I was like, okay, this is stupid. I don't want to do this, and so I reached out to some, uh, some of my producer homies from Dallas. So mm-hmm. every song is produced by somebody different mm-hmm. who's from Dallas, and so. Uh, I think I just know Chris. Yeah, yeah Chris. The yeah, guy I know. he was the first person I, I ran it across nice. just to see because we were gonna do it just me and him. Yeah. But he was like, Nah, bro, you gotta uh, you gotta add some other people into it. Yeah. And so yeah, collaboration. Yeah, it's That's been really dope. cool. They people sent some really dope beats like mm. these past. I, I produced one which was on accident. It was just mm. I wasn't getting the sound that I was wanting, mm. and so I was like, All right, if it, I'll do it. You know, so yeah. but outside of that, the production that everybody has done has been super crazy and perfect. Yeah. So are all those the videos that you have, is that the full song or just snippets? No, those are so I only did like a minute like song. So like Okay, I was gonna say like why are you so short? Yeah, that's what everybody said. But that's what we wanted. We wanted okay. to build like okay. you know, some I guess some anticipation for people to want more. Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't wanna like I just wasn't in the headspace to make any more songs. Right. But I could like, you know, do some rapper shit and pop shit. Right. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? But yeah. I just wasn't in the space to like craft like real songs with something to say after just, you know, finishing the album basically. I yeah. was like kinda on E with what to yeah. talk about. But uh I was like, I can definitely do like verses, you mm. know what I'm saying? And so the cool thing about the series is we work backwards. Mm. So instead of letting the music dictate the visuals, we let the visuals. the visuals dictate with the music. So I was kind of scoring the visual ideas that we had, wow. you know. And so working with my sister, uh, hey, her directing. Hey, sister. You know? And so she's a filmmaker. She nice. uh, she actually won. What, what award did you win earlier this year? Oh, last, this year I haven't the, won Well, award. 20, what was it, 2018? Yeah, best screenplay. <laughs> this year. Wow. The first film festival that is San Francisco Black Yeah. Wow. So she's big That's time. Beautiful. I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky. Uh, but and then we got you know Maurice Films, who actually is from Seaside, California, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, you know, shooting and 
doing the cinematography out for all of them too so wow yeah. was it like difficult to get into the space of scoring and kind of getting more into the visuals or did you feel like you know you were comfortable in that space it took it took me a second uh just because it's like all right i'm working right backwards like right. if i so the cool thing was every every you know episode has been inspired by a movie mm-hmm. and uh they kind of parallel my life in a way with me moving back and so it was like all right if i could you know put my spin on these movies like how would i how would i add music to them mm-hmm. you know so i just had to sit for a couple of days and just like watch the movies over and over again mm-hmm. you know and listen to different beats over and over again then i was like okay now i can execute it but at first it kind of was but and then i settled in a little bit right yeah That's found a cool. rhythm yeah did you feel like um I don't know. It's just like growth. Yes. In a way. Yeah. You know, like we we've talked a lot about like growth. Yeah. Um, since the last time you've been here, and I yeah. feel like I've been witnessing just that. So yeah. it's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I that's I mean that's the goal. You know, you the one thing I learned about growth is that we grow in spurts, mm-hmm. and that's not just like with our height as like human beings, but mm-hmm. that's like in life. Mm-hmm. There's times when we like growing slow and you don't even notice, and then there's times where it's just like, you know, substantial growth and so. Definitely when I moved back, I felt like a certain amount of substantial growth um, as far as like just my technical ability as a rapper. Because I've, you know, I got in a city and there's way more competition. When I was in Missouri, in my city, I was kind of like, you know, the big fish in a small pond. But are there any like big artists from Missouri? <laughs> uh, I mean, Smino's from St. Louis. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Tech Nine, okay. Kansas City. Okay. Nelly. Right. Nelly St. Yeah. Louis, but he, I mean, he ain't playing out music. Yeah. He just like, yeah. I'm a legend. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's doing legend OG. shit. <laughs> you know, so, but nah, and then Springfield, it was me, so. Wow, yeah. Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> Super small. No, and that's not even the same. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a different Springfield. There's two Springfields. Too. You're so cute. I thought, no, because I thought it was that Springfield when really? I first moved in. Okay. Yeah, but they were like, nah. Wait, so <laughs> why the move from. Home. Oh, you said football. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Wow, that's crazy. Well, so, uh, so was it? So was it a school thing? Basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played college ball at a university called Evangel University. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like I, said, I was making music while I was playing ball, and then when it finished. Uh, we put out a little trash project, which will remain nameless, um, like <laughs> seven, seven, eight years ago. It's my wow. new type. So it was, I was super early in making music. But, um, yeah, and people actually liked it. So it was, all right, let's build on this. And so we did just that. Mm. You still play? Yeah, I was going to ask. You, you still be playing, <laughs> like, at the record? Mm, sometimes. Don't make it seem like oh, I hoop all the dang. time. I don't, I don't hoop all the time. I yeah, my dad kind of makes me. We had like we had like one of those uh, Jesus Shuttleworth, uh, you know, hip. Uh, what is it? He got game basketball relationships. So that's kind of how it was. So when I moved back, the first thing he did was like, "All right, I'm gonna get some. You know, the guys that we played together in high school, and y'all gonna play in the league." <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah. That's crazy. So how how important do you feel like it is to 
to bet on yourself every time. What? That's, you can't even say enough about that. Yeah. Like, what other option is there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I can't speak for the world, but I know for me, mm-hmm. just having to, uh, you know, when I was in, like in the workforce, it's like, dang, my time is only worth X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And giving other people our time. And then we get home and we can't even do what we want to do because we so tired from giving other people's time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why are we doing that when all of us can bet on ourselves right. in one way or another? You know, right. and that's just what, you know, I I was I come from. My mom is a hairstylist, and mm-hmm. that's like an independent ground on its own. You, mm-hmm. And nobody's going to give you clients. You got to go build your clientele. So mm-hmm. she was a hustler. My dad was a hustler, you know, and... uh my sister, she's a hustler. She's part of so many different things, and yeah. she does so many different things. So, like, betting on, you know, on yourself is, like, all I saw growing up. Mm-hmm. So it was only natural, you know, for me to do the same thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, even with us starting a company of our own, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. And what what do you feel like vulnerability, what do you feel like, how does that come into play in your life? Do you feel like that's big for you as an artist? It's the most <laughs> to me. That's the uh, that's the the most overlooked aspect, right? And the most important aspect, um, because like club music is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday through you know whatever Sunday, because in Dallas they do like Sunday day parties. Mm-hmm. But like, what's gonna get you through Monday through Thursday though? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's gonna What's going to help you with that, you know, help you to grow, help you, you know, give you something to carry you through them tough times in our individual lives. And that's, you know, the artistry and being able to be vulnerable in our art. Because if we don't do that, it's like, what's, you know what I'm saying? Or what's going to connect us, Mm -hmm. you know, because music is the great connector. You go anywhere in the world, you go to the most, you know, rural, untouched places and you're going to hear music. They're going to be dancing around a campfire. You're going to hear some form of music. So it's like, there's has to be vulnerability. Even like a sense of spirituality to mm-hmm. it. You know, even, you know, for people who say they don't subscribe to something. It's like, there's still going to be something in there because we're spiritual beings. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I just think that's the most overlooked and, you know, important part mm-hmm. of artistry. What do you feel is something that you've learned about yourself going through, like, this transition I guess, like, coming back home, in a sense. Do you feel like that's kind of hit you differently? uh, Yeah. Man, that's a good question. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Man, what I've learned about myself. um, That I'm not afraid of the challenge. Mm. Like, I'm not. I thought I was a. And I even say it on the little promo I did uh, about us starting a label that, like, I was scared to go home because I had been gone for so long and I had been in, like, a smaller city. And then to go back to, you know, the DFW where it's, like, Dallas has, you know, one point whatever million people. Arlington, which is where I'm from, has, like, 750,000. And then Fort Worth has just about a million people, like, all right there, you know, in this metroplex. Like, I was nervous. I didn't know if I was, like, big city good because I hadn't been in the big city in a while, you know. But just once I got here, 
got there, I should say, and uh, started to move around a little bit and got around my sister and my brother and getting that confirmation. It was like, yo, you wasn't scared. You wasn't doubting yourself. You just had a moment of uncertainty where you was like, is this the right thing? But, you know, it's like once you jump in the water, you find it ain't that cold, you know. Right. And I'm so, trying to jump in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's I let right. fear cripple me for a long time. I feel it. Yeah. You know, and so I just kind of put my foot down in that aspect of my life and was like, nah, mm-hmm. got to take a risk. Do you feel like it's different now when, when fear creeps in? Do you feel like you can defeat it? Um and I guess in a better way. Yeah. yeah, is it more easy to I guess identify it? Yeah, nowadays? it's that uh, it's that feeling where it's like you want to backpedal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I've my way of recognizing mm-hmm. it. It's like when it or it's discomfort. You know, when I get uncomfortable in a situation, that's like all right, maybe there's some fear there. But I read in this book, it was like you got to keep, you know, inching towards the edge. Even when you feel fear. When you feel fear, that's when you push through the fear because that's where the growth happens, right? The resistance. That reminds me of uh, the war on the war of art. I don't know if you've heard of I that. haven't read that, but some, that's the second field. time somebody's told me about that book. Yeah, because it basically is that, you know, when there is certain resistance, like that means that you're closer to either a result, an end goal, or like you're calling your purpose type of thing. Right. Um, but when the resistance is stronger, that means that you're meant to, you know, surpass that even more. Yeah. So that reminded me of that. So yeah. That's and right. it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. process sucks. Like yeah. feeling that fear that trying to push through it, you know, but. Is this your affirmation jacket that you're wearing? My I affirmation see, jacket. I see here, faith, hope, love, believe, create, inspire, stay true. Yeah, like, you got <laughs> four. It looks really good. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I was going through this phase where I was just like, when I get bored, I would just paint on my clothes. Oh. <laughs> so this is kind of what happened. What and else these, do you got there? Um, is there more messages? That's no, cool. Just said, affirmation. Like, heart, heart on your sleeve. Um, oh. What's in the back? It says uh, dream with open eyes, and then it's like crossed out. Oh, snap. Look at you, fashion designer here. I don't know about that. I just got, like I said, I just got. I was like, who are you wearing tonight? It's just me. (laughs) Jonathan or Joseph for this one? Yeah, this was Jonathan Joseph back then, (laughs) but yeah. Um, You talked a lot about vulnerability. Has there been a topic that you have yet to discuss on like any of your albums because it's too just like sensitive? Mm. Now you're making me dig in my memories. <laughs> like, in there. What traumatic thing happened that I haven't oh, talked to? <laughs> no. uh, I don't know. I'm pretty, you know, my albums are snapshots of where I am in my life. So every time I put some music out, it's always a snapshot of where I am or, you know, where I've been. But I don't I don't know if I've I'm, – I'm not sure. Are you, are you just an open book so far? I try to be. I try to be as open as possible, you know, because what we go through is, you know, not, sometimes it's not for us. It's, mm. for, it's for other people, mm-hmm. to help other people. So I try to, you know, my best to be an open book. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we get that with you. Yeah. I mean, based on your social media, definitely. I feel like you can re- talk to people about topics that they can relate to, whether it's mm-hmm. just like an everyday-to-day thing yeah. or it's through your music. 
But talking about music, you were just uh, performing with Jameson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah, How was really? that? Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jameson. Uh, how'd yeah. You, how'd you link up with him? I so, I was supposed to. When he comes to uh, Missouri, he always has like an opener, mm. you know, with him. And so, uh, I was supposed to open for him in 2015, but it ended up falling through because y'all know I perform with a band, so I couldn't have my band for that show because mm. the last time he was there, something that happened with the sound. So he was like, "We don't want anybody with bands." Like and I was like, well, I don't want to yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it would have been, it would not been you. It yeah. wouldn't have hit the same way, you know. So I was all right, I'll pass on it. And then he came back and for whatever reason wasn't able to do it. And then this time, you know, the promoter he had, he asked me, he was like, hey, James is coming back. Do you want to do? it? I'm like, yes, let's do it. And so it finally lined up, and it was it like. Me and my band, my team, we were so excited to do that show because we all such huge fans of him and, and his music and, and his hustle, too. Like, you know, just getting to, you know, kick shit with him, eat pizza and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, pizza. And, you know. I knew she was going to ask the topic. I love pineapple Regular pizza. Is that food. your thing? It is. Pineapple is bomb on the Who does it? Oh. Are you allergic to pineapple? What about, there's roasted That's pineapple. Maybe roasted pineapple. It gets pineapple. roasted when you're cooking it. No, not necessarily. <laughs> it's roasted when you're <laughs> cooking it. <laughs> There's roasted But shout out, to, shout out to Hawaiian pizza, though. For real. I love, I love pineapple it. pizza. Yeah. It's the secret yeah. weapon. Y'all were just kicking it. Yeah, we were yeah, just kicking dope. it. And, like, I don't know. He was dope because, uh, like, he came out and watched my set because, you know, the people... He had been around, had been telling him about me and, you know, what we do with my band. And, you know, that was really cool for him to, you know, to actually come out. And it was at a, kind of a smaller venue, probably like three, 400 cap. And so it's like, if he comes out, he's with the people. And, you know, a lot of times artists don't like to do that. Yeah. So he was like out and he was uh, with the people. Did you get nervous? Nah, you know, it's that's like what I do <laughs> being on stage, you know. So I, I don't really get nervous going on stage, but... Watching him perform was like a thing of his own, like because I was with him backstage and he was just like, the old. and then it was like as soon as he yeah. got on stage and you if you if you know Jameson you know like his like his personality kind of like Tyler the Creator it's, he's a whole new person every like album and uh, and he put out this last this last album Velvet and like he was on this whole different vibe so he came out he had like a sparkling shirt on. <laughs> Tubes, like his, yeah. his shirt was open, and it was like he just he hit the stage and he got to playing that guitar and went to work. Like wow. he sounds just like you know, just like how he sounds, how he sounds on record. And so it was really cool to watch him work. But shout out to Jameson. He in Russia right now. I think. Wow, Russia. Mm. How do you even like find people to listen to your stuff in Russia? That's crazy. There's always yeah. a way, Mike. Always. Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. Hey, Russia just feels like alien to me, you know. It does, <laughs> no, for real. You when you go, that's the always. I remember the first time we saw somebody like listen to, like my music from out the country, like looking on TuneCore. My manager was like, "Yo, bro, somebody in London listen." That's like, oh yeah. shit, London. That's you know why? Like, yeah, you know, it was like one listen, but it was a listen though. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, that's how it starts. Uh, you mentioned that you play with a band. Mm -hmm. Is that or is that has it always been a, a Joseph thing with a band? Uh, since about twenty 
15, I want to say. So for the bulk of yeah. me making music, it has. And that's that goes. That's a whole new discipline of its own, huh? Yeah. I mean, coming from a basketball background and being a point guard, right. I kind of know uh, the understanding of, like, kind of. Orchestrating. Orchestrating, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, shout out to CJ. Um, he's like a master musician. And so he kind of put the band together. Mm. And I would just kind of give him the okay on like vibe-wise, like if I, you know. Because I don't like to work with people if we not, if there's no real relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there has to be something there, especially mm. with music involved. And this mm. thing is such a deeper than just a music thing. Yeah. It's like. We touching people's lives, and so we they gotta feel real chemistry up here. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's really CJ who did all the work putting the band together, and wow. you know, so yeah. shout out CJ, we see you. Yeah. <laughs> and you did mention um, as far as having a relationship or a connection with someone, and that's kind of the groundwork for how you go about working with mm-hmm. um, with people on your music. Right. Um, so how do you do that? Um, you know, when you're looking for producers, like, you know, for home. I don't really, like, work with too many people outside of, like, it's always been just me and CJ. Okay. You know, and, like, I work with, you know, Chris here and there. But I think the the song Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was the first time I think I actually did a song and put it out. No, it wasn't. That was the second one mm-hmm. to, to one of his beats. But we just been, you know, friends. Yeah. You know, and I play him stuff. He play me stuff. And it's just kind of like, all right, when the time is right. But as far as the other two producers who are part of the series, this is my first time working with them. Mm. People just kind of connected us, and I liked what they were doing. And I felt like they were, like, almost undervalued in the DFW market. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, let me go work with them guys like yeah. <laughs> over there because I think they're dope. So. Yeah. Do you feel like you'd always want to move with um, just, like, in-house People, yeah, that's just how, you know, I was kind of raised, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. It's when you bring people outside who don't really care about you, mm-hmm. you know, that's when stuff really go wrong. Because mm-hmm. there's no base for, like, I'm not operating out of love. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I might see you as a check or an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, versus, like, working with my sister who, like, you know, if everything hits the fan, like, I know she still loves me and she going to hold me down no matter what, you know right. what I'm saying? So. And that's the same way with my friends, too. CJ's the same way. Like, me and him have struggled together. Like, dang, bro, we about to split this cheeseburger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like really struggle together. And so, you know, I try and stay. Ooh, sorry. Oh my <laughs> my bad. Wow. People getting the shoes dirty. <laughs> but, you know, we do try to keep everything right. as in-house as we can, you know, right. unless they build organically. Uh, good. I mean, we just got in today, but it's good. It's a vibe here. You just feel it as soon as you, like, touch down. It's so different from anywhere else you go. And then that ocean breeze, too. Like, no. Have yeah. you gone to the beach? Not not no. since we've been here. Not Gotta yet. go. It's yeah, not even I'm supposed like to go Friday. Beach weather, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been sunny. And you guys are just going maybe, based on today. Maybe over here. I just one day. <laughs> yeah, That's the LA I, people are so dramatic. With yeah, we're supposed to go on Friday, so we'll see. We'll see. I want to. Take though. an umbrella, just in case. Friday and Saturday, yeah. yeah. Those are the good days. <laughs> Do you see yourself like, moving out here at all? That was originally the plan. I thought that's what you told me last yeah, time. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was going to move out here. Oh, snap. But uh, like, like I said, I was. I went home and I was there. F- I was only supposed to be there for like uh, three weeks to a month. 
And then it was like, ah, this feels kind of right. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. How's your sister liking L.A.? I love She loves it. Yeah. Yeah, give her the mic. Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> I told you I was going to bring you up here. Give her the mic. <laughs> I kept looking back. I was trying to give you the signal, but. Um, we love L.A., though. Our dad's side of the family is from, from out here, so I've been coming out here pretty much all my life. But it's just, it, like you said, it's a vibe. And it, this feels like home too. It's just hella ex- fucking expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like from the south to here is like For it's sure. crazy. It's so crazy. What's but. your favorite thing out here? Like when you come here, what is like you got to do it? Whether it's a restaurant or somewhere to go see. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was just out here in April. Like, I came here like literally a week after Nipsey got killed. So. I was really sad because I wanted to come experience the marathon store. I didn't buy anything online because I wanted to come yeah. here and have that whole experience. And he got murdered. So that was one of the things that I had to come and show respect to. But I don't really know. Like, I just try to make it an experience every time I come out here. For like, sure. sometimes I'm super busy. I don't even get to see my family. Yeah. And we hear that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so, like, but I'm always trying to come out here and grow and build relationships and network, and eventually, you know, we'll probably make our way out this way, especially because I'm a filmmaker, but um, Dallas is just, it's really popping for up-and-coming filmmakers right now, and I have a good crew of people who are committed, and they want to learn, and I don't have to pay them yet. So (laughs) Take advantage, (laughs) definitely. Right. (laughs) <laughs> they get, no, no, they're going to, listen, everybody's going to get paid it's eventually. Yes, yes. It's an investment. It's, they have a project to say, there I worked go. on this. Exactly. So, it's a trade. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my my short film, Harvest, um, it actually, I wrote it when I was in prison. I was what? locked up for two years, um, wrongfully incarcerated, and I ended up winning my case, and I was immediate Eight. released. And so I wrote oh a God. bunch of scripts while I was locked up, and this is one of them. And they uh, pay you? Like, not yet. Oh. Not yet. I'm getting ready say, to yeah. try to sue them. Um, ca- actually was locked up in California. My case was out of Fresno. Mm-hmm. Messing with the wrong people. Got me caught up in some yeah. nonsense. I had never even been to Fresno. I was actually in SAC when I was out here. Mm-hmm. But the main people in my case were in Fresno, so that's where I got indicted. Oh, okay. um, but I looked up. Google said that California gives you up to 55000 per year for every year you were yeah, wrongfully you incarcerated. That, that so I'm money. trying to get that because then yeah. I can invest yeah, in these films and this music in the late, you know, you know, so I got two years to do it. So I haven't, I, I, since they dismissed everything, which July will make one year. So I still got like one more year. But um, Harvest is about um, organ harvesting of black and brown people. It's like underground. A lot of people don't know when you put on your driver's license that you are an organ donor, it can make you a target. Yeah. So yeah, that's what this film. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'll be there. Let me get this thing up. <laughs> no, they'll be less likely to yeah. resuscitate you. There's really people who are in these hospital rooms. Like, if you have family or friends that ever get on life support, they're there, like, trying to get these organs. But my film goes into the market, the black market of people who go out and 
target people that have the type of organs that they want. So I might get, it is super scary. And I don't know if people are going to come after me for this film, but hey, at least the truth is out there. That's what kind of filmmaker I am. But you're going to bring awareness, which is what the people need. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, no, <laughs> kind of, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a, that's I'm a, a good thing. I, well, in my previous life, I was a black Panther, so hey. I'm all about exposing the nonsense that they try to keep hitting and telling, hidden and telling our stories. But I was actually in prison and I watched this film, um, as part of a docu-series called Hidden Colors by Tariq Nasheed. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He's from out here. He's from out in L.A., Um, but it talked about organ stealing and it was saying that, you know, these drive by shootings are organ stealing, that they never find people who did it. Um, when you just have somebody who gets in this random car crash with an 18 wheeler organ stealing. Um, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, then I started hearing all these stories from people whose siblings or kids died and they were getting their bodies back organless. And they never signed any documents to say you guys can have the organs or anything. So I started looking into it, and then I started seeing all these different cases. And then the one that really struck me um, before I even got locked up, I was living in Atlanta, and um, there was a kid named Kendrick who they, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. He, they found his body wrapped up in a gym mat, and all his organs were missing. And so they didn't target him for his organs. So I kind of changed that in the film because I could I didn't I don't have his life rights, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah, it's just it's it's crazy and it's scary and I just want to make people be aware. It, the craziest thing is when we shot the scene where the 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 goons come out and kidnap him. Like for like a week, I was like looking over my shoulder <laughs> and I'm like I wrote this movie <laughs> and it was like freaking me out. <laughs> like somebody's following me. That's like, some, that's like some get out shit. That's pretty that's much. That's what I was exactly. Yeah. I was just thinking. A lot of, like, of people yeah. said that. Um, they said that when they read the script, and I was like, "It's crazy" because I was locked up, so I didn't even see Get Out. Oh. I didn't see the film yeah. Get Out until I got out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. that vibe, yeah, that tech shit. Yeah. yeah. That's Hopefully cool, we get invited to the screening. Yeah, I can, I mean I heard that San Fran is kind of far from here, but uh, I'll send y'all like in five, five hours, five hours, five hours. I mean, if you go during traffic hour, maybe, but no, I think it's like five. You could take the train and get there in eight hours. Yeah. Too, so. Depends where you're leaving from yeah, exactly from LA. Yeah, <laughs> San Francisco. It's showing. Yeah, we need a trip so. We look forward to it. It's definitely fun. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Look, we got a two for one package (laughs) here. (laughs) So I guess what what is next after you know your albums? You're gonna focus on it. Yeah, we're gonna finish it up. Um, We just about done. We're probably like ninety percent done. We just gotta lock in and you know finish and sew it together. But, uh, yeah, just finishing out this home series. We got one more episode. Right. But, uh, you know, we also started this thing, Home Team Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Quick switch. Home Team Tuesdays, uh, where we're going to drop some every Tuesday, whether it's a, you know, a freestyle video, a vlog, or something. Mm-hmm. But every Tuesday you can expect something. 
um, from us. And yeah, that's it. So. Nice. Are you uh, recording any music while you have it? I am. I'm going uh, to lock in with my friend. Um, his name is Pierre Jamerson. He plays keys for Keanu Liday. Oh. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to lock in with him a little bit. Because what? What were you going to no, say? No, I was going to say last time you were here, I think you did, like, that track. Like, you did a couple tracks. Yeah, like Wings. We did the first Wings. half of Wings LP here. It was when yeah. you were, like, about to, like, hop on the plane, too. Yeah. And you just... Yeah, yeah, we finished it like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I was gonna ask before you know the end of this interview. Has there ever been an interview where you wish they asked a specific question? Ooh. <laughs> I know they just never asked you, but you wish they did. Oh man, you gonna ask them a question about a question? Yeah, yeah. that's that was that was <laughs> deep. <laughs> a question about a question. Uh. I don't think so. I've never, I haven't, I haven't had a bad interview experience yet, which is, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate for that. It's but family keeps it real. No, I mean, this is I'm, why you choose family. Come, but I don't, even, I don't want to think about it. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's not something I look forward to. You know, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I, I mean, I ask pretty good questions for the most part. I don't know. That was probably so you're not holding one. back. <laughs> no, I ain't got nothing. Right. To, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> like the real questions. Are I don't know. What do you want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, she's <laughs> gonna say, "What type are you?" I don't even know. No, I do not want to know. <laughs> I already know his sign, so we already yeah. talked about the astrology part. Oh uh, wait, what sign are you? Virgo. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Her, I never know what that means. Um, yeah. I'm a cap, so we're both compatible. Grounded. Yeah. Grounded, I'm right? an earth mm-hmm. sign. Earth grounded. And then she's a Scorpio. Oh, nice. So she's going to be nurturing, motherly. See, you want that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got a mean side, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, she's a scorpion for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I kind of wanted to ask how important it is for you to have, um, I guess, somebody on your team to say no instead of just, you know, having a yes man all the time. Yeah, I mean, well, everybody on my team is basically family, so they quick yeah. to tell me. No. Yeah, I see. <laughs> like, like, I don't think like, you should be like, nah. Uh, <laughs> you know, my manager March, he's he's the most pessimistic human on earth which is a good thing because i'm the opposite i'm the most optimistic right. so he kind of balances it out mm-hmm. you know he's quick to tell me like i can't play him like a rough draft of a song because mm-hmm. he don't he don't hear the full vision of it yeah. so he like not nah, as trash so i had to stop playing him stuff until it was finished and like all right now i can present it to you yeah. so you know no i don't have anybody around me that's a yes man do you feel like it's instead well you know not just saying like oh this doesn't work or any of that? Do you feel like it's more like constructive criticism, where they can pick? Oh up? yeah, cause you know that's the cool thing about you know our team is like nobody plays the same position. Right. Everybody does different things. Nobody steps on anybody's toes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she directs. She like play writes, script writes, every writes. Yeah. PR like you amazing. Know, and and uh, March is you know his thing is like live show production you mm-hmm. know outside of like managing me like that's his thing when it yeah. comes to live shows you yeah. know uh you know cj is the engineer main producer nice. uh, songwriter you know and i produce a little bit you know mm. when i need to get something out but nobody nice. does the same thing so that's it works cool. yeah 
Yeah. You guys are salad. What? I don't know. <laughs> salad. <laughs> I just want as long as I'm the cucumber. Are you hungry? You I just want to be the cucumbers. <laughs> Talking about you know pineapple <laughs> salad over here. I just want to be the cucumbers. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Other than vlogs and more home episodes and your album, what what else can we maybe live shows? Fashion. Fashion. I think fashion. I want to. Because I kind of want this jacket. I'm sorry. Oh. But I. Fashion, fashion is definitely hey, coming. It's going to go along with it. But we're just building right now the foundation and getting everything mm. set up so that we have a platform. But our first, we just did our first home team T-shirts mm-hmm. that hey. we brought to LA. Hey. So we got that. You know, we're trying. We're, we're starting with family first. We got a yeah. wedding to go to this weekend, so we're like, everybody buy a shirt. There you <laughs> go. Can we cook yes. The fun? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fa- fashion for sure is definitely so. in the work. I used to have a vintage, so I'm a big vintage person. Yes. He's vintage too, as you can tell mm-hmm. by his look. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> but on shows, that's that's our tour. We yeah. want to tour this year. Oh I'm yeah, sure. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are gonna work on that. You know, yeah. build the audience. Definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely have to come back to LA. Yes. I know. Miss Cali Alley got to put us on. You big time. No, don't start. So we're gonna change the subject now. Bring us out. Bring us out. So, I think you did this last time. I'm not sure if you remember. Oh, yeah. Two questions that we ask every artist. Mm-hmm. Did we ask you that? No. He was new on the turf. Yeah, he was new on the turf. You had the quick live promo. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then y'all kicked me out. It was like, let's take a shot. And there, you got to get the no. fuck out of here. <laughs> was it was live, though. Yeah, it was, it was live. live. I just know different Mike vibe. Was over there killing it. That's what I remember. We still got videos of that too. Really? <gasps> Holding out. Yeah, for sure. I send them to y'all. I got them on my hard drive. Yeah, TBT. Okay, so the first question is called the Music Baby. So you could throw in some artists into the studio and have them create. Jay Z, Miles Davis, and Bob Marley. Ooh, Miles Davis and Bob Marley, Jay Z. Watch. Wait, s- wait, wait! Say that one more time. You said that so fast, I couldn't even process. I was still processing your question. <laughs> I know, I know my four. <laughs> um, Jay Z, mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz, oh. Miles Davis, Damn. Bob Marley. Nice. Can we put some female energy in there? No, I'm just kidding. I'll respect her. Uh, I'll respect your answer. Uh, Missy Elliott. Okay. My favorite. Um, I love her. Songwriter. Yeah. No, they're separated. Monica. (laughs) (laughs) She's in LA. (laughs) Come on. Uh, You know. uh, I don't know. Very nice. So Monica and Missy. Nah, for real. Second question, if someone that just met you has never heard your music, what song would introduce your artistry? That's a hard one. In what setting? In what setting? 
and what setting for them to hear that song like what would you like it be day night beach definitely in the car in the car um riding on the highway and i'm gonna say solid (laughs) i'm gonna say solid the reaction between him and his sister is best (laughs) the reason i say solid is because um it kind of gives the background of what like switch uh, <laughs> uh the background of kind of like what like my foundation is so mm-hmm. i talk about my dad and where he comes from i talk about my sister and her situation with her going away and kind of how it like all shaped me into who i am so mm-hmm. yeah definitely that one i like that solid cool. guys P- down pch or? that's usually i was gonna say uh yeah i20 <laughs> in Ooh. dallas night <laughs> Night for sure, yeah. A night cruise. Yeah, got to riding yeah. by the skyline. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and yeah. where where Ooh. can I don't think I've I've been to Dallas like one time. I yeah. love I've Dallas. Been to Austin. I like Dallas more than Austin for some yeah, reason. I like Dallas. I don't know what it is about Dallas? It's just yeah. people are just so. I don't know. It's just everything. It's the vibe. It's, it's a vibe. I love Dallas. It's yeah. a vibe for sure, and yeah. it's like it's. As big as it is, it's growing. That's the crazy yeah. thing about it. It's still growing. Like, but I did prefer the food in Austin. I think Austin has some bomb food. Yeah, it's the food trucks. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah they got food the food trucks, trucks going crazy. Dallas is a vibe. Man, we need a home food truck. That would be tight. <laughs> nah, for real. My mom was trying to get a home, food truck. Home team food truck. Oh. Yeah, we might have to. Nah, home team. Because oh. my, my mom, she make hood plates on, uh, every, other on, on every other Friday. <laughs> Yeah, she sent, she sent out a mass text message. That's what they're called? Nah, that's what I was going to say. But she got, you know, fried fish and mashed potatoes and all that. She bring, she bring it, you know, that's so tough. she can have people pull up to her crib picking up, like, sacks of plates. Oh, man. Deliveries and all. That's amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Much needed. Much needed. So where can we find these plates? The plates. Um, <laughs> you just gotta catch us when I'm at the house. You can ask him social when media. I, when, yeah. So these plates you speak no. of. What is this Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Where can we follow your journey? Yeah, the home uh, journey. I like that. The home journey. The home journey. Yeah, follow me on social media. Uh, Tha underscore vibrant on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you visit my website, JonathanJosephMusic.com. Um, yeah. Do you tweet? I don't think you tweet. I do tweet. You do? I'm not like <laughs> active on t- Like, I'm not good at, th- I feel like you gotta be good at the, like, I'm too dramatic. Nah. For, for t- what do you mean dramatic? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like too you poetic. You be like, uh, Nah. Like, my stuff gotta be all uh, extra, but like, I don't I don't have like the good sarcastic, like, humor for mm. Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Allie doesn't either. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not good at it. Like. I retweet people. Thank you very much. I know you had a Twitter. Twitter's cool, I guess. I guess, really? Miss Poet over here. She yeah, I, I do that too. Yeah, she be so extra deep on Twitter. like, I want to leave this earth. Exactly. Like, nobody follows, nobody retweets anything we say because it's like, we're not here for that. We're here I'd be quoting Liz's uh, sayings on Twitter, and she'd be like, oh, that's dope. Who said that? I'm like, yo ass said that. <laughs> She's like, oh, I did? Oh, okay. That. That's funny. Well, thank you for stopping yes. by again. Thank you so much for, for having me. After. And us. 
Yeah, almost two years. What's your handle? Sorry, social media. Um, I'm not on Twitter. Had to delete that since college. Y'all don't want to know what I was talking about. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me on IG though, the real Starling, S T A R L I N G. Nice. And it's spelled regular, the real Starling. And I have a podcast too, (gasps) called Fresh Out the Feds. Yeah, Yeah, and it's um. It's it's basically about um, it's giving a voice to women who've been impacted by mass incarceration. Wow. So any woman, Perfect. whether county, yeah. state, federal, anything, it's, it's really it's healing for me too. That's so beautiful. yeah, fresh out the feds, fresh out the. That's not re- spelled regular. That's T H A. We went to the hood with that one because you know I got a little street cred now because I've been to prison. So. <laughs> Yeah, but thank you for having us. This is a dope, dope, dope podcast. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us. Tuning in. uh, (laughs) 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 See you guys next time. What was the earlier?